It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is episode number 274 of the Locked on Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us. We have a lot of content to get to and a lot is going on and not much of it is good if we're being totally honest with you from a Redskins perspective, if you like Trent Williams and if you don't like a lot of drama. So let's get to it right away uh, on this episode number 274. And again, as always, you can follow the podcast at Locked Redskins. I did try, uh, I did, uh, and I I did try to put up a lot of video clips uh, that other reporters and other observers had posted to Twitter uh, at Locked Redskins from John Keim and uh, different other reporters, Paul Connor uh, as well, who's not necessarily a traditional reporter, but uh, is a guy who I like, uh, and he puts up a lot of good content. Um, so we did tweet that and tag that. That's all available for you at Locked Redskins if you want to go check out a bunch of that video clips again from practices on Friday and Saturday. Uh, down at uh, Richmond at the Bond Square Washington Redskin Training Center. Now, on Monday, uh, as we record this, July 29th, the Redskins players have the day off. Of course, p- coaches don't have the day off. They're reviewing film. They're making plans and preparations for the upcoming couple of days. This will be an interesting week uh, because the Redskins have practices Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then they'll take the day off on Friday again, I believe is what the schedule has. And then Saturday will be Fan Appreciation Day uh, down in Richmond. Uh, And so let's get to it right away because the Trent Williams situation is continuing to get messy uh, and continuing to dominate the headlines and really take away any good buzz from what the Redskins are trying to do. And, of course, all of this is interrelated with each other, so we separate the good from the bad, but certainly the bad, the confusing, the alarming, uh, the mess is always going to get more attention than the good. Uh, But we will try and get to some of the good uh, a little bit later on. All right, so the latest is on Sunday morning, Jason Locken Forum uh, of uh, CBS Sports and CBSSports.com and also Radio.com Sports reported that Trent Williams and his relationship with Bruce Allen, the Redskins, the Redskins front office, is quote-unquote totally fractured. And Lockenfor added, quote, he doesn't trust Bruce Allen or the medical team there, end quote. He also added, 
Lachan Ford did. Quote, he does not intend to play for them again. End quote. So you got some pretty strong words there. Again, we're not quoting Trent Williams. We're not quoting Trent Williams' agent, Vince Taylor. But we're quoting, or Jason Lockenfora is putting this statement out, and it almost seems like this is coming directly from Trent Williams' camp, right? I mean, there's just no way it's not. I mean, first of all, Lockenfora, I know a lot of Redskins fans do not like him. I get it. I understand that. I've been in his camp, (laughs) um, and I understand how any kind of negative report about the Redskins uh, does not sit well with a lot of the fan base. Uh, and people hold on to grudges, and it's kind of ridiculous. I'm not saying that I, you look, I don't have any relationship with Lock and Four. We did at one point. I don't know what I did to upset him. Whatever. I don't care. Uh, means nothing to me. Okay. He's a reporter. He does what he's got to do. He's had a lot of success. He makes a lot of money. Uh, I'm just whatever I am. He doesn't have to like me. I don't have to like him. I'm not saying I don't. I, I just, you know, I don't have any relationship with him anymore. Uh, and I don't know what happened there, okay? So let's just put it like that. But that being said, I know he's not making this up. And I know he's not just spinning this for no reason. This is coming from, again, Trent Williams' perspective. Trent Williams is not talking. His agent is not talking. Well, they have media friends. And they are using a national voice that is willing to provide their perspective, and put out these words that gets everybody up in arms. And so much so that it got the Redskins up in arms. You know, there's a lot of negative reports that go on daily, weekly, whatever, about the Washington Redskins. And a lot of them are true. And some of them aren't, but a lot of them are true. And some of them are different perspectives. Again, you always have to be careful about who's telling you stuff Because you always have to keep in mind what agenda they have. What reason do they have to spin whatever dirty laundry they're spinning? Something I always have to keep in mind. Something that you always have to keep in mind. And every reporter has to keep in mind. And at times we're all guilty of it. But the Redskins came out and acknowledged the report by indirectly acknowledged the report, let's just put it that way, by having Senior Vice President of Communications, Tony Wiley, go into the Redskins media room, as it was described to me, and basically tell the reporters there that the team was completely in denial or or completely countering the report from Jason Locke and Forum, and that it was 100% false. 100% false. So they're not specifically taking the statement that Locke and Forum put out and saying any specific part of it is 100% false. Okay, great. So from their perspective, they're saying they know, just like Bruce Allen has told everybody, told J.P. Finley this about a month and a half ago. They know the truth. They know the reason. They fully expect Trent Williams to be there. They're all this stuff. They know. They know. They know. So they're saying, no, 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 this is not true. This is 100% false. So meaning Trent Williams does not have a totally fractured relationship. Trent Williams does not have an issue with Bruce Allen or the medical team. 
with the Redskins, and Trent Williams has every intention to play for the Redskins again. So that's what they're saying by saying that Lock and Fora's statement is 100% false. Now, we know that Lock and Fora might not be 100% correct. Maybe this was reiterated to him recently, I'm sure. Again, things can change, right? Um, we know that the team has no way, no way, logically, of saying it's 100% false other than to just be blustery and to say it because they're trying to challenge a player's mindset, a player that refuses to report to them, a player that refuses to truly communicate to them, a player that refuses to show up while under contract for two more years and play for them when he always has. I mean, Trent Williams is not a jerk. Can he be fiery? Sure. Can he be stubborn? Yes. He's not a jerk. He's not a bad guy at all. I mean, I've known Trent since he walked in the door. Has he made mistakes? Absolutely. But Trent is a proud guy. And so the Redskins' response, saying it's 100% false, is laughable. Because they're challenging and they're speaking as if they know what Trent Williams' complete mindset is. But if they knew what Trent Williams' complete mindset was, and maybe they do know that Trent Williams, what Trent Williams wants and what he's told them, but maybe he hasn't told them everything. Maybe he hasn't told them quite the severity of it. Maybe he's added to his anger. I don't know. But again... For them to say 100% false, well, if it was 100% false, wouldn't Trent Williams be there? Because if they had all the answers, if they knew exactly what was going on and how to solve it, I, I mean, I guess you could argue that, well, they might know all of the issues and have chose not to solve it. That's logical. But... For them to say that it's 100% false, that the relationship is totally fractured and he doesn't trust Bruce Allen or the medical team there and that he doesn't intend to play for them again, maybe some parts of that are 100% false. But I don't think the entire statement, the entire gamut is 100% false because otherwise he would be there. What would be the reason for him holding out and skipping mandatory minicamp and now mandatory training camp. What would be the reason? Now, other words have been used in subsequent tweets, interviews, and all that, such as, quote, no end in sight. Lock and Four was on the Junkies, uh, which is on my station, 106.7 The Fan in Washington, D.C. I was on about an hour before him talking about this. And he said that Trent Williams is still, quote unquote, ready to force a trade. Now, again, Lock and Fora is going hard with this. I'm not saying Lock and Fora is going to completely be right here. I'm not saying that this is completely unresolvable or, not, or, or uh, completely without a, a way to resolve it. 
But he is doubling down, tripling down. He is going hard. He is speaking for somebody in Trent Williams' camp. He's not just making this up. They are trying to put the Redskins' feet to the fire because they know he's their best player. And he's at the most critical position on the offensive line. And that they have salary cap money. They do. They have almost $12 million worth of cap room this year. Just this year. And on top of that, as we've talked about, the Redskins refuse to make major changes to their medical staff. They do. I mean, I, you know, look, I know some of the doctors there, Dr. Casalera, Dr. Annunziata, they're good people. I don't know how good a doctors they are. I'm sure they're very good doctors, but I don't know because they've never worked on me. They've never consulted me medically. Okay, I don't know Dr. Robin West, but she seems to be a very good doctor. Um, I do know that many players have had problems with the medical training staff or the training staff. Again, that's many players over a long period of time. Again, I don't know because they've never worked on me. But all I can tell you about is what I've heard and what I've been told by multiple people. Current players, post players. So Trent Williams could be like, look, I'm ready to force a trade unless you give me X, Y, and Z. Fire a doctor. Fire the trainer. Fire this guy who misdiagnosed me. I don't know what Trent is saying. Clearly, again, for the Redskins to say it's 100% false, it's just bluster and something to say to make Jason Lock and Four look bad. Well, that might work in a lot of dumb fans' eyes. That's not going to work here. I'm not saying that there aren't parts of Jason Lock and Four's report that could be misconstrued or could be off or couldn't be solved. But the notion that everything that he said is 100% false and then Trent Williams is not going to be at Redskins training camp is pretty hard to fathom. It's almost impossible for me to fathom and chew on and just go, oh, the Redskins say it's 100% false. It must be 100% false. No, I don't, I don't play like that. Couple more things here, real quickly, in a long opening segment because this is all going to be uh, ultimately about Trent Williams. Um, Mike Jones of USA Today, who used to cover the Redskins on a daily basis for the Washington Post, uh, mentioned on his Twitter feed at uh, by Mike Jones that Williams being fined forty thousand dollars per day missed after six misses, so he's already missed four, and technically the reporting date of Wednesday, last Wednesday, uh, when they had to be in. So that's five. So technically, after Tuesday, and the miss coming up on Tuesday, July 30th, assuming that he's still out, then if if Mike's reporting is accurate, and I have no reason to think that it wouldn't be, he basically said they can take 15% of the signing bonus allocation away. And then an additional 1% each day up until a maximum of 25%. So the way I interpret that is Trent Williams has a base salary of $11 million. He has a prorated, 
a prorated signing bonus of 3.525. Now, he's already been given that money, but they can then, I guess, take that away and add it to the fine pool is the way I interpret that. At a 15% rate of 3.525 starting after Tuesday, July 30th, and then add 1% for the next 10 days to total up to 25% of that 3.525. Again, he's already been paid it, but that's the proration of the signing bonus. That's the way I interpret that. A couple other things real quickly. Robert Woods, he got a contract sweetener from the Los Angeles Rams per Adam Schefter. Woods was not given any additional years on his deal, but he got a $1 million guaranteed base and the Rams took a roster bonus for next year and fully guaranteed it this year to the tune of $2 million. So again, that is no longer a, I mean, they have to pay that whether he's on the roster or not. So they didn't add any new years to the deal. They just gave him a sweetener, which is what I've been saying the Redskins need to do forever. There's a couple of other elements here at play that we haven't touched on yet. We're going to get to that next on the Locked On Redskins podcast. Long opening segment. Apologize, but a lot going on with Trent Williams, and it's very complicated. And it obviously, it affects so much of what the Redskins are trying to do. And I'll just leave you with this note. If Trent Williams does not report this year, and yes, he can be fined and all that, but right now, right now, um, his cap number is $14.72 million. Uh, I don't know if the Redskins will be charged all of that if he doesn't report. It's very confusing. But right now, if you look at it from this perspective, what we know right now, Alex Smith's cap number is $20.4 million. Trent Williams is $14.7 million. That is a total of $35.1 million that the Redskins right now are getting absolutely zero from. And it could extend long into the season and certainly will in Alex Smith's case. Again, I, I want to be clear. I don't know all of the rules, how the cap value works if he doesn't report. I, I'm, I, I still have some reporting to do on that and some digging to do on that. But it is a pretty astronomical and absurd figure uh, for the highest priced offense in the National Football League to be looking right at a situation of $35.1 million and getting zero because of it. All right, when we come back, we will touch on what Morgan Moses did yesterday, also a potential trade partner, and as well, somebody that the Redskins signed, but it wasn't Donald Penn over the weekend. That's next on the Locked On Redskins podcast, Trent Williams edition, episode number 274. Good to have you aboard. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Support of Locked On Redskins comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You may have seen them on Shark Tank. Manscaping offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. That's 20% at manscaped.com with promo code LOCKEDON. All right, this is the Locked On Redskins podcast. Good to have you with us right here. Episode number 274. I'm your host, Chris Russell. As always, again, we highly encourage you to follow at Locked Redskins, at Locked Redskins on Twitter. All sorts of video clips up there from different reporters down in Richmond at training camp uh, that you guys will want to check out. As we put the finishing touches for now on this Trent Williams situation or the very latest, a couple of things that we left off after a long opening segment. Morgan Moses met with the media on Sunday morning at, uh, in, in, at the Redskins training facility in Richmond. He was wearing... Trent's hat and Trent's jersey. And apparently, I guess, you know, he answered questions as if he were Trent Williams. Like, everybody laughed about that, and I'm sure it provided a little bit of comic relief and Morgan's a good guy. Make no mistake about it, Morgan Moses supports Trent Williams. He plays for the Washington Redskins, and he understands that he is not as secure in his lifestyle as Trent Williams, nor does he have the same exact issues as Trent Williams. But make no mistake, when Morgan Moses talks, it is from a Trent Williams perspective first, as opposed to a Washington Redskins perspective. And make no mistake about it, uh, and I've said this a couple of times, I think Trent Williams is speaking up for a lot of players, both former players and current players, that are dissatisfied with Bruce Allen's leadership, Bruce Allen's honesty, and on top of that, the entire medical staff operation. Whether that is doctors, whether that is trainers, whether that is athletic staff, the entire operation. From pre-injury to post-injury to rehab, the entire operation. I truly believe Trent Williams is standing up for those voices that cannot be heard. Those voices that do not carry the influential weight that Trent Williams does. And maybe the Redskins should look in the mirror to find out the answer. Maybe. Um, so also, we left you in episode number 273 with the fact that Donald Penn was going to be visiting with the Redskins on Friday. He did indeed, and he did work out. However, he was not signed. Instead, Corey Robinson was signed. Corey Robinson was signed to a deal on Friday night with the Redskins instead of Donald Penn, who the last time we heard was still in Richmond, still trying to work out potentially a deal to sign with the Redskins. Don't know if that has changed with the day off and still no deal coming to fruition unless one has come to fruition and it hasn't been announced yet and it hasn't been reported on. Uh, but Corey Robinson was signed six, six and a half. Um, and 
you know, maybe, you know, again, officially 6'7", you might see. 324 out of South Carolina was with Detroit, Carolina, Jacksonville, and now signs with the Redskins uh, as a free agent. We will have more on Corey Robinson in the next episode. Uh, We will have more on all the roster moves. We will have more on Dwayne Haskins, Darius Geis, uh, and the continuing flux at tackle. When we come back, we'll put the icing on the cake next, right here on this edition, the Locked on Redskins podcast, episode number 274. Thanks for being with us. I'm your host, Chris Russell. What's up, guys? It's Chris Russell, Locked on Redskins. Remember the days when you were always ready to go? Not to go to work, not to go to the store because you forgot something, but ready to go to the bedroom. That's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, fellas. Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. Chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, and you can be ready to go whenever the opportunity comes about. If you could benefit from a little extra function, fellas, and more confidence where it matters, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew. Is prescribed online, shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. If you visit BlueChew.com, you get your first shipment for free when you use our special promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping again. That's B-L-U-E Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it for free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. Get it now, guys. All right, so we're back for just a quick word. Uh, one other thing on the whole Trent Williams situation that is going on. Uh, I did not hear this, but this has been uh, mentioned on Twitter a couple of places uh, that apparently on ESPN 980, not ESPN 980, that's the former name of the station, the Team 980, uh, which is my former station long time ago. I worked there for five years, and I worked with Al Galdi for five years, and I know him to be a reputable person. Uh, apparently, he was saying on the radio on Monday morning that he's heard from people that the Houston Texans are trying to land Trent Williams via trade uh, and dangling a couple of draft picks, uh, maybe as high as a second-round pick for Trent Williams. I don't know that to be true. It certainly would make a lot of sense. They don't have a lot of good talent there. Uh, Julian Davenport, Matt Khalil are their listed left tackles via our leads in their depth chart. Uh, Deshaun Watson got sacked, I think, right around 60 times last year. Clearly, they need to upgrade that. And how interesting would it be if that all turns out to be true that Houston lost Dwayne Brown in a similar case? We touched on that in the last episode uh, about a year and a half ago to the Seattle Seahawks. They have not been able to solve that position. Then Trent Williams could solve it. And don't forget, Trent Williams lives and owns a gym with Adrian Peterson in Houston. So that could make Trent Williams a very happy camper and it could resolve the Redskins situation. Oh, and by the way, save them if they traded him this year and before the season starts, $11.2 million under their cap, they would incur a dead cap money hit of $3.52 million. More on that rumor and if it has any legs coming up.
on the next episode, episode number 275 of the Lockdown Redskins podcast. For now, we'll leave you uh, with this. Thanks for being with us. Hope you had a great weekend. Stay tuned to the Locked on Redskins podcast. We'll bring you the very latest as it revolves around Trent Williams and the rest of the team coming up in future episodes. Thanks for downloading. Adios. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.